more, and more talk is what we'll do. We're, we're recording. Oh. Welcome again, Marcus, Marcus Point uh, Gun Club podcast, where sometimes we talk about guns. And we do uh, that. Yep. It's fun. It's fun when we do that. Yep. What we need, though, and, and this is kind of what I was uh, wanting to talk about uh, earlier, and then we just decided to hit record. Yep. We need to have, like, a intro thing. Right. Uh, okay. So, uh, uh, and like an intro and outro, a, a uh, one that we, get, we can count on that's consistent. Yeah. Like a song coming through? Something like that. Okay. You know? Okay. Right, right. The A-team kind of stuff. You know? Well, I think actually, let's just do that again. I'm going to record that, and I think that's perfect for what you're... <laughs> you know, Josh, the, um, the truth is, uh, you know, we released two podcasts in the mm-hmm. last week, and here's what... I, I like how they're not even chronological. They're not. We're, we're doing it totally the Star yep. Wars me- yep. method. <laughs> and I just looked at them. I looked at the lineup, and I went, I know Josh. We've talked. I know Josh and I have talked about this. I don't even think I need to get his approval. I'm just going to release these things because, right. you know, if, if you've ever um, created content, one of the most important things is organization. Yes. Because it can end up anywhere if you don't have an intentional – uh, destination for it. Mm-hmm. Even if you do, it can still end up anywhere. Right. And I've discovered that um, I might have three copies of the same podcast in three different places, places <laughs> I didn't even know existed. There's, you know what I mean? It's in yeah. It, and it might have a different name because before, it, after it got to that location, I put it somewhere else with a different name. And so it's just all over. Right. I just looked at it and I went, I'm never gonna. I'm not, we've got it. Here is seven podcasts that we have not released. Yeah. I'm just going to release them. We need we need to at least, like, at the end, just for our own benefit, um, so we can just, like, fast forward to the end before we upload mm-hmm. and, and see if we told ourselves to edit. In case we said something <laughs> stupid, you know? That way, you know, it'll just be habit. Okay, okay. fast yeah. forward to the end real quick. Did yeah. we tell ourselves to edit? No? Okay, we can upload this. I yeah. think I think we've actually said we're going to edit that out in almost every podcast, and we never... <laughs> nope. We have and not I don't even remember it. what I said we were going to edit I, out either. It's just, it's just stupid conversations, you yeah. know, powerfully course. Hopefully, hopefully nothing that gets us in trouble. I don't think it did. You know, the cl- closest thing, I think, was whenever uh, Pastor Godfrey called you, and you did. <laughs> right, yeah. And perhaps whenever I said something about my wife or my bro- whatever, I don't know. But, yeah, but e- even not taking the phone call, I mean, even if we edited that out, Mm-hmm. Um, you titled the entire podcast something to the effect of <laughs> Pastor Godfrey calls Josh. <laughs> yeah, he, might, might as well have said, and he refused to pick it up. <laughs> that never came up with y'all, did it? No. Okay, good. Nobody yeah. listens to our podcast. No, but that's right. Let's just say whatever we want. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, we're got another thing I did different is I started using. The platform that we're that we're putting our podcast on as the edit thing. So I don't even I, just, I take the recording and I simply drag it over to that um, that software, and there it is. It just right. uploads, and you can edit it within that software, but it, you can only split. You can't edit the volumes. Right. And that's really the only thing that we were really worried about is the different volumes that we were. You know, you might be at a different volume than me, and mm-hmm. vice versa. Um, but I'd rather just have them out, you know. Right. And you said you listened to one the other day, and it was it was fine. Yeah, 
Good. Yeah, listen to uh, the most recent one you uploaded. I listened to part of that this morning on my way to my first meeting. Good. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it was fine. Good. Great, 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 great. Excellent. Excellent. Other than the fact that I was breathing very heavily into the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you do that today, I will know that you're snoring because you did not sleep any last night. Right. Well, I slept a little bit at Mm. my desk. At your desk. Working on this really large engineering project. Mm. Uh, I I try to do this less and less, but every now and then I just have to pull an all-nighter. But it it works out, too, kind of, because... uh, my wife was having to pull an all-nighter uh, for, for her stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So she was, uh, you know, at the dining room table uh, decorating a, a, a bunch of cookies for an order that's going out. And uh, I was work <coughs> working on the, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, working on that engineering project that mm-hmm. I'm doing. And uh, so while we were there, you know, we're, we're hanging out yeah. and uh, watching Star Wars Rebels. <laughs> so that's on in the background, right? Yeah. Y'all are working, and, and that's on. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Just kind of see with your feet propped up going, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. getting this work done. But, but so that's not sometimes the, I do that. Like uh, if she has to stay up late and mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, like, I don't have to stay up and do work. I'll just go hang out with her, and we'll watch something together oh, while cool. she's working. So mm-hmm. it, it's always fun. I enjoy it. And what's Mel doing at this point? Um, at that point, she was in her room doing artwork. Okay. Yeah. She she spends the majority of her summer just in her room doing, doing art. She loves, loves, loves art. I've noticed she has access to her camera now. Yes. She, or she's been taking pictures. That I just think that was with her phone, actually, when she yes. was on vacation. Yep. So taking a little bit more pictures is good to see of her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it's funny because uh, she kind of developed an interest in photography. So we, we got her a nice camera. Yes. And then uh, when COVID hit, mm-hmm. um, you know, where, where I teach at, at, at university, um, we had to start doing everything online. And so I had mm-hmm. to re- start recording all of my lectures. Well, mm-hmm. I kind of snagged her, uh, snagged her camera and started using it as my, you know, video tool. Right. <coughs> and uh, didn't, you know... I, I made sure she knew that this was still her camera. Mm-hmm. I was just borrowing it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had, you know, made it, made a comment once, like, "Man, I wish I could have something that didn't have strings attached." I'm like, "All right, all right, I, I get it." You know, you take your. So I, I got myself one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no idea how to use it, but you know, I have it. <laughs> well, we are trying to rectify that situation. Whenever uh, after we signed up for a class, and the class never happened, yep. um, and uh, now we're. We're, we're doing some other things to see if we can make that happen. Right. You know, just get out and shoot. I think I truly. Sounds I, a lot like guns. <laughs> just get out and shoot. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> you can go downtown and shoot these. Yeah. Um, I, I know, knowing you like I do, and knowing as little about photography as I've learned in the last three, four months, you're going to catch on really quick because it's all about capturing light. It's all about um, um, visualizing what needs to go through the camera in three different ways to produce a good product. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you're going to look at this and you're going to go, that makes total sense. And, and you're going to, you're going to get it really quick. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. You know, it take, it's taken me a, a long, intellectually I know how to do it, but perhaps, right. Per, that's what's perhaps, um, it's Are just take, banging on something. Yeah. I'm banging on something. Hold on. Perfect. Resume, very good, very good. But it, it it'll be fun, and um, we'll get there one day. Yep, we've been tossed tossed around the idea of uh, doing like a little few weeks 
photography course type thing yep. uh, as, a, as a Wednesday night group, yep. right? Yeah. We have um, been. Yeah, as like, just, just like a temporary thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, not not forsaking our gun roots, but, right. you know, taking a little sidestep uh, for the moment and, and seeing if, you know, seeing if there's other people interested because right. it is a potential. And, and this kind of goes back to, uh, uh, you know, what we've been talking about mm-hmm. in, the, in the Bible study part of Gun Club is yep. – um, <clears throat> Asking a question about how we can get involved in ministry, right. and there's so many different different ways that can manifest itself. And one of the things that you and I have been thinking about is maybe there's more people in the church interested in learning a little bit about photography. And what better way to do that than you know, as a, as a group of friends on a Wednesday night, we're talking a little bit of photography, mm-hmm. doing a little Bible study in the process, mm-hmm. and um, you know, who knows how that's going to uh, flesh out or come to fruition, or right. if it even will, but. Something we're thinking about. It is. Uh, it's rare that I start talking to somebody about photography because everybody in the church now is, a lot of people in the church now are used to seeing me with a camera on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, I, I mean, I'm certainly not the, photo- <coughs> you know, the church photographer, but I'm just kind of doing it and put it on Facebook and it's used mm-hmm. somewhere else if it's needed. If it's not, it's not. Um, very few times I talk to somebody and they say, uh, most people that come up to me and talk to me, of course, they approach me. That means they're probably interested in photography anyway. We start talking about it, and they say, I've always wanted to get into photography. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people say that, not just at church, but other places. So I think the interest is, gen- I think generally a lot of people are interested in photography. It's just the the high buy-in, you yeah. know, perhaps. I don't, I don't have a camera. I've got my phone now, which mm-hmm. is good, and I think that maybe has opened some more doors for people. Well, and, <coughs> and, and two, even if you don't have a, a high-end camera, uh, the cameras on smartphones are getting to the point where um, their software simulates a lot of the features on a camera. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. on, on a camera, and, and I have no idea what this mode does, but I've noticed mm-hmm. on cameras they have ISO mode. Mm-hmm. <coughs> on mm-hmm. phones they have an ISO mode, That's too. Right. Yep. So, you know, there, there is some, some learning about more high-end cameras yep. that I have a feeling you can do with just your smartphone. Yeah. Um, and, and that kind of gives you kind of your gateway into the... It does. The drug of photography. It, it does. I, I think of ISO is this. It, 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 <coughs> the darker it is, the higher ISO you have to use. So mm-hmm. you're t- it's the sensitivity to light that your camera has, and you, and you can control that. Two, 100, 200, it means it's not really sensitive to light. Uh, up to whatever your camera, you know, the better cameras have higher ISOs with less degradation uh, in, in the in the picture. So high ISO is, is uh, y- you trade light with um, uh, a bad picture quality. Mm-hmm. So if there's a picture you need to get, it doesn't, have to, it doesn't matter what quality is, we're going to take the picture. You've got the outline and you got whatever you need. But pros, of course, you know, taking pictures of photographers or in church on Sunday morning, taking pictures of the worship, your ISO needs to be a little bit higher. So it takes advantage of the little light that's there. Mm-hmm. I just have to I just have to retrain my thinking because uh, in engineering when I think when I use the term ISO it usually re- uh, refers to something like an isometric drawing okay. mm-hmm. uh, or an mm-hmm. isometric grid or yeah. um, uh, isotropic properties of the material like there's a uh, wow we've gotten really far away from that stuff <coughs> there's a, a, a an <laughs> epic paper academic paper that uh, I, I helped uh, develop and write with 
some colleagues at the university where I teach, um, and it was all about uh, 3D, the strength of 3D printed materials. Oh, so we yeah. kind of treated it like wood, mm-hmm. and how wood uh, has a strength in, uh, you know, one strength in the direction of the grain, but a different mm-hmm. ger- strength in the direction opposite the grain. Okay, right. Uh, well, that that's, you know, that property where it has different strengths in different directions um, is different than like a material like steel where you can, you know, squish it in any direction. It's pretty much the same strength. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> steel would be an isotropic material. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, wood and the 3D printed material that we're experimenting with, depending on how the uh, the the <coughs> material is laid down on a 3D printer. It has anisotropic or anisotropic properties. Anisotropic. So, um, mm-hmm. so the name of the paper was something that uh, academic papers love to make them really long and sound really, you know, <laughs> <coughs> really academic. Uh-huh. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's dumb, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like something like uh, <coughs> anisotropic properties of 3D printed additive manufactured materials and something like that. <laughs> That's hard to Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, um, last night uh, we had in class, I think there was 12 or 13 people. Yeah. One new guy that About I didn't get a chance to meet. Twice as much as half the people that were there. That's right. Twice as much as half the people there. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, but uh, it was a good, a good solid class again. Uh, talked to gun part. Uh, my part was... <coughs> Uh, stance and um, stance and uh, melding, uh, mounting the uh, rifle to your shoulder. Just mounting the rifle is the way to say it. But what you do is you take your rifle and you put it in a certain place on your shoulder and your cheek, and that's your mount. And um, to to do that consistently, that's the key is to do it consistently. To bring your, uh, as briefly to bring your gun. To your mount, to your head, to your shoulder, instead of instead of vice versa. We all we you know pictures of us. If you you know when we first pick up a rifle, we're leaning back, we're we're leaning over. Our head is leaned way over, trying to you know look at the sights. Uh, and we may think that you know we we got this down pat, man. We got right. it, you know. But chances are you may you may not. Just think of an aggressive stance, you know, kind of. Um, sorry, Ooh, my buddy keeps calling. Um, I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> I, was, I could say that I'm going to, but right. <laughs> um, I, I think it's funny how when how when we talk about these things, we're sitting here in a room recording our voices, but we're making the hand motions of us <laughs> shooting. I can't talk without <laughs> hand motions, man. <laughs> I can't do it. I'll, I'll do that. I, I catch myself doing that when I'm talking to clients on the phone or something. I'll be driving uh-huh. down the road oh, yeah. talking on the phone, and I'm just like, I'm explaining stuff with my hand. I'm doing it right now. Uh, I'll just be explaining stuff with my hands. Oh, yeah, and man. <laughs> hey, we have, we have the technology now to do a video podcast if you want to. I'm not sure we want to do that, but we could. Nah. We could. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was the gun part is is the mounting uh, of uh, and you know it might change a little bit with ARs, uh, mm-hmm. AR style rifle and a shotgun, but basically, um, you know, and if it's uh, on a tripod or if it if you're hand holding it, whatever. But the the basics are are the same mm-hmm. as far as that mount. Reason for the mount, two things. One, the mount is for safety because you don't want it to be jiggling around in any part of your body that you have. You have it uh, in the pocket of your shoulder, and you have it in your hands. 
uh, and especially in a, with a with a shotgun, that thing's gonna it's gonna give you a little bit of pushback. And if it's if it's tucked in there really good, your whole body will go back, and you won't really even feel it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you will, but it's not like you might think it is. Yeah, it mitigates it. It, it does mm-hmm. absolutely. If you were to loosen up on that grip, or loosen up mostly on the shoulder weld where the shoulder meets or the shoulder meets the butt of the the gun that's going to give it a little it's going to give the gun a little bit of space to get some momentum and then it's going to come in contact with your shoulder and that's going to hurt that's definitely going to (coughs) hurt so the safety is is one thing and another thing is consistency in your um in cycling we call it the uh oh what is it it's the um the v or something or another it's 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 a consistency of how your body interacts with the machine. Mm-hmm. So if you close your eyes, ideally what you want to be able to do is to bring the gun, to mount the gun, and it's going to mount the exact same way every time. Open your eyes, and it's going to be pointed at what you want it to be pointed at. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a consistent consistent way. You become part of the gun, or the gun becomes part of you more more um, accurately right. um, as a part of of, of a you're pointing. <laughs> I am pointing. Uh, it, it's just a, the good consistency is you know be better shooting results. Yep. That's about what we talked about. I had no idea about any of that stuff right before the class. I researched <laughs> it all, and I just kind of <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All you gotta do is cram and be a chapter ahead. That's it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> um, but after that, you know, I, I could tell. That Michelle and, the, and the, her friend, the other lady, um, they were interested. In it, but I mean, it was you know, it's always good to go over basics, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not anything that most people didn't know in there. Well, something that I was surprised about at the beginning of that you asked how many of you have never shot a rifle, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we're in a gun class. Everyone mm-hmm. who's in that class, or for the most part, you know, most of them have been in that class for at least a year. Yeah, right. Um, you know, we've gone to the range and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's what. I mean, maybe three people mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. have shot a handgun but have never shot a rifle. Right. Yeah, that's that true. Surprising. That's true. That's true. And I don't want those people. To, I don't want them to be left behind. You know what I mean? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's more appropriate to tell more people what they already know than to tell a few people what they don't already know. Does that right. make sense? I mean, yeah. it's because, you know, it's a refresher. You know what I mean? And, and Michelle or, or the, the other people may hear something that they didn't know before, and it would it would click. You know, right. she, she, was re- she learned her grip really, really well, mm-hmm. and that's something that changed her. Um, it, it was a ch- game changer for her in pistol shooting. Yep. And I remember, too, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, the, the subject of, like, accuracy and, and – you know, always hitting the bullseye and everything came up and mm-hmm. like being embarrassed that you're you're not hitting it all the time. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was cool because we all kind of stopped at that point and kind of shared our experiences in that, <clears throat> you know, when you're when you're working on skills on different shooting skills, um, it's foolish to think that you can work on everything at once right. and make and, and hit the bullseye all the time. Yeah. Even professional marksmen, all that stuff. There's <clears throat> there's a period where they're not really concerned with, or, or they're not concerned primarily with hitting the bullseye mm-hmm. as much as they are the process, like yeah. getting you know getting all the muscle memory and the stance and the scope and you know all all these different components of shooting. Right. 
you work on one, maybe two at a time, mm-hmm. get that down, move on to the next one. Yeah. So that, you know, your goal isn't to hit, isn't necessarily to to have 100% accuracy and precision right mm-hmm. now, yep. which, by the way, accuracy and precision is one of the upcoming uh, modules in the ballistics and the oh, great. Uh, okay. thing. But um, uh, it's not necessary to get 100% uh, accuracy and precision now, but to work towards that as right. an ultimate goal. Absolutely. <coughs> I think the key there is not to w- – once you've worked on a skill – you work, I guess you could do it different ways, but you don't want to forget about that skill once you mm-hmm. move on to something else, right? So I right. guess in a perfect world, you know, you'd, 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 you'd work on a skill one week or one month, whatever it is, and then you'd maintain that skill while working on another one, right. you know. And, and, and maintenance is a good word for it because yeah. there's a difference between developing a skill and maintaining a skill. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? right, yeah. I Listen, I used that in our IDPA competition, mm-hmm. and it it worked like a charm. Yep. It worked like a charm. Man. Yeah, when we first started doing IDPA, like the first day we did it, mm-hmm. um, everyone told us, don't worry about, you know, if you hit every target, don't care. It don't matter if, you know, you hit the wrong one or whatever, mm-hmm. as long as as long as long you don't <coughs> hurt anybody. That's your goal. That that's, was our goal. That, that was, was our goal for the first <coughs> day was just yep. to practice safety. That's right. And, and actually, that was the goal for the first couple times mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. to practice safety so right. that – you know, once you have the safety down, then work on the on the skills that. That's right. You know, because we want to save we want to save lives first. Right. Then we'll work on all the other stuff, accuracy and yeah. uh, speed and, and all that. Right. Speed is that's way down the line, man. Yeah. That's yeah. way down no, the line. And in fact, I think I came in dead last mm-hmm. the first time. Right. Um, but no, no one cared. Right. Nobody. Nobody no. even knew. Nobody. You know, right. It didn't matter. Uh, and you know, even though even though my name was last on the list. The comment wasn't, ha, 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 you got last. It mm-hmm. was, good job. Everything was safe today. That's right. You didn't, you get, you didn't you, get disqualified. Right. You didn't you, hurt you, yourself anybody else. D- you uh, maintained your objective. Right. That's <laughs> Don't right. kill someone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And it was, that was fun. Whenever you're able to, when, when we were able to do that, it mm-hmm. took a lot of pressure off yep. for, for one. Um, and we were able to get used to the environment whenever the pressure was on a little bit. Whenever we right. were going for points and go, we're going for for uh, time and that type of, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and by the way, if you haven't ever done IDPA or any other competition, it's okay to be nervous. It's natural to be nervous, but there really is no reason to be nervous mm-hmm. because you are not by yourself. You have right. at least two experts that have qualified as experts right next to you. Well, sometimes that makes people nervous. <laughs> I guess, I guess it would, but man, I'd rather. I mean, yeah. you know, I'd rather. <clears throat> how about it? they're going to tell you if you've done something wrong? <laughs> right. You will not get a, a split second past doing something wrong or unsafe right. without them letting you know. You shouldn't be nervous about the safety. Yep, that's right. Of the situation. That's right. You'll you'll be you'll be <coughs> called down in a good way. Our our people did a really good job mm-hmm. about um about uh, you know keeping us safe and yep. keeping everybody else safe. They so. only bashed my kneecaps once. <laughs> And they told you they were going to yeah, do it, yeah. so it wasn't like a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, do you miss IDPA at all? I do. Yeah. Um, well, I, I miss certain parts of it. I do not miss the heat. The heat or the waiting around in the heat? Yeah. Um, you know, the shooting itself was really, really fun. Yeah, it was. Um, which, you know, kind of makes me excited about uh, some of the stuff we're doing here on, on the church campus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with Airsoft because yeah. – uh, we're we're getting to the point where you know we're we're setting up a range indoors uh, where people can use the airsoft. It's a, a, you know exact 
uh, exact same shape, similar yeah. weight and, uh, and all that, blowback action right. kind of stuff as yeah. regular guns, That's right. um, but much cheaper ammo. Mm-hmm. And uh, setting it up to where we can do like range-style shooting mm-hmm. or like room-to-room clearing, more advanced kind of stuff. Right, right. I'm excited about yeah. that, too. That's that's really <laughs> that's, that's really fun. Yeah, it is. The and it's air-conditioned. <laughs> great environment. Yep. controlled environment. Yeah, it's it is good. If you've ever if you've never shot on the move, you need to go somewhere where, you, where that's allowable with it's somebody who's done it before. Different world. It is absolutely boy. You think that you think that site moves around whenever you're stationary. You start walking yeah. and you see how much <clears throat> that thing moves. <laughs> it's crazy, but my goodness, did we get better? You yeah. know what I mean? We got so much better. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it, it's it, it is amazing how much we got better. Just, just I mean, we only competed once a month too. Right. But we were going to the range quite a bit. Yep. You know. And I was shooting in my garage with my airsoft. Right. Yep. 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 It takes a lot of practice, but it is good. It, it's it's fun. neat developing those skills, like mm-hmm. shooting around the corner. And yep. And just pulling from the holster. Yep. You know, safely. From the holster, going from concealment to cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Navigating around obstacles. Right. You know, yep. uh, making sure you shoot the right thing. <laughs> it, it's it. You know, that timer goes <coughs> off and just something clicks in your mind, you know. Yeah. It's not, and I'm looking forward to doing that here, too. We have a timer and we can, yep. you know, after uh, at whatever appropriate point, we'll, we'll start, you know, keeping the, keeping the um, time time for everybody to have a competition mm-hmm. or whatever. But anyway, that'd be fun. Yep. That'd be fun. So, Josh, what did you talk about last night? Um, so, yeah, we uh, we continued in our ballistics series, um, you know, in this whole series, Rifles, Ballistics, and Theology. And uh, we're we're now in the realm of terminal ballistics. Terminal when the bullet hits the target. Yep, when the bullet hits the target, and, and what happens in that. And so uh, we we kind of <coughs> reviewed a little bit from external ballistics uh, because you know there there's this um, uh, characteristic of bullets as they're flying through the air. You want them to be very aerodynamically shaped and yeah. everything, so that you can maximize their distance and, and all and you know any number of things. Uh, the problem is what makes something able to uh, fly efficiently through the air oftentimes makes it too efficient when it hits the target. Mm-hmm. Uh, it mm-hmm. might pass right through the target without really doing much to it mm-hmm. other than you know leaving a little bitty hole. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's kind of there, there's kind of a trade-off between those two paradigms. One is you don't want to dissipate energy in flight, but you do want to dissipate energy uh, on impact. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. you know the, the shape and, and construction of the bullet, uh, can be modified, but <coughs> when you when you gain in one area, you often lose in the other area. And so, w- uh, what we did last night was to talk about uh, different shapes and construction of of bullets, and uh, how that challenge is attempting to be met <coughs> in, in different things. And you know, and, and too, it also depends on what your uh, what your ultimate goal for shooting is. If your right. goal is to, you know, shoot long range and hit a steel target, you know, something jacketed, long and narrow and mm-hmm. really spinny, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> is mm-hmm. uh, you know is, is the way to go. However, yeah. if your goal is like IDPA, where you're shooting close range and you know all, all this stuff, you might want something something light, mm-hmm. um, doesn't have a lot of penetrating power right. or you know whatever. Um, so, you know, there's just a bunch of different things to, to think about, yeah. which we'll be getting into more uh, uh, later. But um, uh, last night was more or less just to kind of introduce us to 
um, the idea of why there are so many different okay. types of projectiles and construction and stuff like that. Very good. And uh, and <coughs> and then how we related that, um, you know, in, in the Bible study portion, mm-hmm. is you know, in, in projectiles there's this kind of war between uh, being efficient in flight, but uh, uh, but being able to interact with the target and you know those mm-hmm. two kind of at, at war with each other yeah. and and in our own lives uh, there there's two components of our of our lives that are often at war with each other the mm-hmm. flesh and the spirit and we look at those uh, those verses in Galatians um, where where Paul talks about um, how the um, how the flesh and the spirit are constantly fighting each other mm-hmm. and uh, and, and struggling against each other, and they manifest themselves in, in certain ways. There's the works of the flesh, and then there's the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> um, obviously, as Christians who are, uh, you know, trying to be more like Christ mm-hmm. and, and trying to be an effective uh, witness for Him and, and have a, a, you know, effect on on uh, the world around us, you know, we kind of want to develop. Similar ballistic characteristics, yeah, right? When it's right. when it comes with uh, the uh, the world's ability to affect us, we want to be more like that that streamlined aerodynamic shape that just flies through the air, and the air doesn't really have much effect on it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, when when we interact with the world around us, we want to be more like that that project, like the hollow point or whatever that makes leaves an impact on the world around us mm-hmm. and, and, and can engage that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so the challenge is, since there's this war between the flesh and the spirit, uh, what do we do? Because we want to have, we want to exhibit those fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, you know, those that whole list there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do we do that? And so we went over to Philippians, and, and, and Paul gives us this, really cool little encapsulated recipe mm-hmm. um, where it says, <clears throat> you know, when, when you come up to things in life, whether it's a situation or a decision or uh, a trial or whatever, uh, or the kind of entertainment you listen to, just right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if uh, you know, if it's honest, if it's true, if it's pure, if it's a good report, if it's, uh, you know, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise, it says think on these things. Mm. And so it's kind of that that rule that we, or, or that lens, we use to evaluate the, the situations we find ourselves in mm-hmm. uh, in life. Is when I when I'm engaging in this activity or this, you know, mental thing or, or you know, watching this entertainment. Yeah. Is there any virtue? Is there any praise? Is it? Is it you know? Is it honest? Is it true? Is it pure? Is it mm. a good report? That kind of stuff. Wow, boy, boy. And uh, it's it's challenging, and mm. we're going to fail a lot at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's you know one of those steps we we need to take to to always keep in mind that that we're representative of Christ and we want to get to be more like more and more like Him. Would it? Is edifying is that would that be a good general term to yeah. to ask yourself? Is this edifying? Does that mm-hmm. does that encompass everything that you've said? You know, um, or as long as you clarify what you're edifying, because you can be edifying to the flesh. Okay, okay, <laughs> gotcha. Or all you can right. be edifying to the spirit. Okay, uh, assuming a lot of edifying stuff to the flesh. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know, whenever you're talking about that last night, and even right now, I I, I, I kept envisioning 
you know, whenever you're watching Netflix on the very top left, mm-hmm. uh, at the very beginning, it tells you if it's <laughs> tells you if there's smoking, right. violence, nudity, all this stuff. Now, it'd be great if, uh, you know, um, or the fate flicks or something like that, that, if they had what fruits of the spirit, you know, are in <laughs> are going to right. increase while you watch this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I remember watching something with my nephew, um, Josh, in uh, – uh, uh, it was the beginning of the movie, and I think it, you know, I think at the beginning of the movie, it had um, smoking, sex, and violence. <laughs> I looked at him and said, hey, the trifecta, all right. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is what we've been looking for, man. <laughs> yep. And, you know, that, that's that's not necessarily to say we have, you know, we have to isolate ourselves. From right. These, yeah. And, you know, live live in a cave and never interact with We're living in this world, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I I, I heard it put this way once uh, by a friend of mine a long, long time ago who had kids. And uh, we are kind of talking about this. He's like, you know, there are some things that I allow my kids to get exposed to when they're with us okay. because it's a controlled environment. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, through their exposure to it, we can kind of sit there and analyze it. And it's yeah. almost like a vaccine. Okay. Because you know, a vaccine, mm-hmm. you know, one of the ways those work is you take a disease, you weaken it, Inject it in, you know, inject it into yourself, and mm-hmm. your body's natural things are strong enough to overcome that weakened vac- that okay. weakened disease. Gotcha. And okay. and it's it's a similar mindset, mm-hmm. you know, when you're mm-hmm. able to kind of digest these things in a controlled environment where mm-hmm. there's other people who have uh, your your spiritual best interests in mind. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, we yeah. do this with our daughter all the time. Okay, as uh, as we'll talk about this, like, yeah, you know, this is portrayed this certain way on television mm-hmm. as a good thing but is it really you know h- how how would we how would we evaluate this in, in light of scripture mm-hmm. you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and so mm. um i don't know it's 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 interesting it's living in the world but not being yeah. of the world right i mean right i think that's uh, my the josh my nephew his father uh was talking about doing the same thing, right. you know, with entertainment, especially because that's whenever him, uh, you know, the family used to be all together, twin girls and uh, one boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was in a conversation with him and his, his wife, my um, my wife's sister, uh, about what to expose them to whenever yeah. they were getting older. You know, should we expose them to things in the house and have discussions about it? They're going to be exposed to these things. Mm-hmm. You know, they were homeschooled and yeah. uh, in a private school afterwards. They were, you know, uh, they didn't go to public school, I'll just, I'll just say. So, right. but they were still, listen, if, if anybody out there thinks that private schools don't have drugs and, oh, yeah. and I'll th- oh my gosh, you're a sorely mistaken, <clears throat> sorely yep. mistaken. Um, Anything where humans are involved is mm-hmm. going to get corrupted in some way. Yep, that's <laughs> right. And they've 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 shared stories with us that yeah. I was surprised, you know, about their school. But I homeschool, and there's a rampant drug problem <laughs> <laughs> in the bathroom. You wouldn't believe stuff happens in there. <laughs> no, you did a good job of uh, of bringing those two together uh, again. Um, it's it's good. I think people are are very interested in in the way you're doing that. So. Cool. Yeah. What What did you think about the um, lesson last night? Did it get the response? You not the response, but did you deliver it like you wanted to? Did uh, I don't know. That That's always a hard question. Yeah, to ask, no, you know, there's oftentimes what I think what I think I want isn't necessarily what's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I understand. And you know, uh, fairly often, you know, this this isn't a brag. This is more mm-hmm. or less to say, like, 
why this is awkward to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. people will come up to me afterwards like, that was so great, that was so great. And I'm like, yeah. thanks, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It, it's it's always difficult knowing how to respond to that because I oh, appreciate yeah. the compliment, but sure. at the same time, it's like, I don't want this to be about me. Yeah, you know, right, like, right. Right. I, it's t- yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, I think that's that might be more for us. You know what I mean? Giving you that, just showing you that we appreciate yeah. you. You know, uh, because it it, it is um, satisfying. Mm-hmm. How about that? <laughs> to, yeah. to listen to the the way you do Bible study, it, it is. Uh, and I have a lot of fun with that. It. It's it's super convicting, though, man. Because I tell you what, <laughs> you know. So, so, Putting these Bible studies together and, and like doing the my own study in preparation for mm-hmm, these things, mm-hmm. um, I almost don't like it because it's always convicting. <laughs> if that makes sense, <laughs> you gotta own up to your stuff, man. Because you know, when, when I'm when I'm up in front and, and I'm presenting it, you know, and, and you know, I have the the little presentation and I'm you know going along with it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm always talking about how we need to strengthen our relationship with God and mm-hmm. audit our beliefs and, you know, make sure we're representing him, uh, you know, accurately and all this stuff. But, you know, at the same time, the entire, you know, week before that, as I've been preparing for it, God works in my heart. Like, mm-hmm. here's what you're not doing. You know, I gotcha. it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I get it. Can you just let me teach this? This <laughs> isn't about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. <laughs> well, you know, I've often said, man, the more, the closer we get to God, the more we realize how imperfect we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's a weird thing too because you know you, you realize how perfect you are, but you mm-hmm. you, you really start to understand, um, you know that that sentiment, like like people like Paul in the New Testament had, where he saw his imperfection. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whenever he looked at God, it greatly magnified his imperfection, but it yeah. also gave him so much more appreciation for uh, for the grace and the mercy that God mm-hmm. has and his love for us. If you can, right, you, you mm-hmm. recognize the imperfections in you, and if you yeah. can still forgive me for that, wow. Right. right and, yeah. and, you know, that's a, that's a big disconnect in yeah. modern Christianity is, mm-hmm. uh, especially in like the, uh, uh, the the circles that are very legalistic and everything, mm-hmm. it's, all, mm-hmm. it's all about this is how bad I am and this is how much I need to try to to earn some type of goodness back. Mm-hmm, and, and that's mm-hmm. not what God is about. Yes, he wants us to be good, but yeah. uh, his overwhelming message to us is, you know, do good, but when you fail, I'm still going to love you. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm still going to want you. Right. You know, that kind of that kind of thing. Right, and so, right. you know, our, our service to him isn't necessarily out of duty. It's out of uh, a tremendous love for what he's done for us. I appreciate Absolutely. I, I, that, you know what, I, I think if somebody's trying to learn about Christianity, I think that statement is is a cornerstone mm-hmm. you know you what you do is an appreciation for what has already what he has already done yeah. you're not trying to earn anything you know mm-hmm. it, it perhaps you develop a uh, a new urge you know what i mean yeah. uh, when you're saved to to uh to show appreciation you right. know it, on the outside it might look like you're trying to earn something but really you're you're just trying to be convicted you mm-hmm. know you need think you're convicted whenever you're uh whenever you're uh stepping out and he might change that plan, you know yep. what I mean, in mid-step, who knows. But staying in contact with him is, is key to that, yep. I think. Josh, I know you got to go, buddy. Yeah. You going to try to get some sleep tonight? Or you oh, gotta... yeah. Okay. I, 
I'll probably fall asleep early. Okay. All right. You got anything else to do in engineering wise? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep, <laughs> as the poem goes. <laughs> well, thank you for making time, brother. I appreciate yeah, it. All I right. enjoy it. All right, man. It's woke me up. Good. I'm, I'm glad it did. All right. We'll see you next week. All right. All right, man.